Hey y'all, it's Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Hey girl. Hey girls, let me tell you about my grandma. Um, <laughs> she finally cried. Um, this woman is struggling. So the other day, she went for a drive in her neighborhood. Because she can't okay, take it. that's all nice. Yeah, and so she was like, I was driving around and I saw all these parking lots is full. I ain't going to be the only one staying in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Stay in the house. And yesterday, we were talking, um, she was going back and forth with my mom about how she can't do this no more. And I'm like, girl, you might as well get comfortable. (laughs) Also, like. I'm not trying to be the bearer of bad news, but like you need to get your mind together because they're already they already starting to talk about um how distance learning and stuff like that in the fall. Which yeah, this I'm one a, girl she said Go ahead. Oh, okay. There's one girl she said that um cause she got accepted to grad school, she said she's deferring admission if they if they're not doing in person school. For a reason I won't stay right now, I'm about to tell all my business especially since I don't know exactly what I'm doing, even though let's just say me and that girl gonna be on the same page because yeah that's what i was gonna tell you because a performance degree the type of degree that i'm gonna get it's not worth it i just don't know but also that refund check okay i don't know (laughs) i just don't i have to think about it i hate how up in the air it is but i'm listen but i really don't think i mean i feel like at this point especially considering the fact that people are trying to open stuff up now i feel like it's not even really up in the air anymore like but listen this is just what it is this is what that's true but I, this is what this is why i'm like low-key pressed right so i was on twitter i've been on twitter a lot lately ever since those people tried us i was like you know this app is kind of low-key like i could do this app especially like what you said once you start following the right people it really do be a good time yeah, i had to like when i was following no one i was like this is boring but once you start following the trife it's like it's just entertainment after entertainment after entertainment so i've been on the twitter a lot more lately also we're in the house so what else am i gonna do i mean practice but that's none of your business um <laughs> so i was on a thread reading about like college in the fall yeah and there was like professors and like academic ac- people from academia like not just like because like, professors don't really be known no no offense to professors but it's like y'all go with what your department heads say you or your or your dean say you know what i'm saying and it's like most colleges are looking at online in the fall in person in the spring best case higher ed posted a um a little database where colleges have been plugging in their um plans for the fall and some colleges are just like you know we don't know and because you can go in through i was not going to flip through to find the school that i committed to but it's looking like it's going to be online in the fall and in person in the spring and i was like what but what if we get to the spring and it ain't in person i just spent all this money and also and my friend was like you know not a classical musician was like well your kids take online lessons i'm like because they're playing lightly row because they're playing kaiser etudes that's why it works well for them you know what i'm saying it's simply not worth the money if you you know especially if you're starting off that way you know for us like it was we're in the middle of the semester so it's like it kind of had to happen that way i wouldn't be going nowhere for no performance degree 
Especially you know. so it's solely performance. You know what I'm saying? And I said exactly. I was gonna text my teacher, but and to see like where her plans were. Cause I might have to go put on a masses. I'm not even playing around. Like <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm not playing down one with a lag on Skype. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. but I mean, it's everything's up in the air. I just don't. I don't, there's so much confusion. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. I mean, normal day, but just with the pandemic. So, well, my mom told my grandma she was like, "Okay, so you're okay with." just being out and getting a, a virus that that could potentially kill you she's like well they already killed basically they killed us we can't get leave the house i'm like so that's not the same thing <laughs> <laughs> this is drama <laughs> oh my god that is incredible staying in your house that has central air and your phone and tablet and three tvs <laughs> that is, is incredible in a backyard (laughs) no you could leave her alone after that (laughs) you could leave her alone you could leave her alone after that because i have that is amazing not they don't basically killed us wow wow well who knows maybe god will have mercy on us and come back if you believe that maybe and uh my student my student asked me she was like have you heard about the killer the killer wasps and i was like i'm gonna do just like what what crystal said and i was like i'm just gonna ignore that until it go away the killer hornet oh yeah i did see that and and i saw somebody or some hurricane people were like we are getting jumped right now <laughs> <laughs> and i saw that we expected a snowstorm next week in rochester i'm like it's may <laughs> you know what i'm saying oh yeah and it's, this is really no I feel like uh, that's why I texted y'all that one like that one day I was like would y'all would y'all move to another planet if you know because clearly like Earth's on its last legs I feel like um, God done in the beginning God created Mars and Earth I feel like Mars and the heavens in the, in the Mars or some I feel like he done moved on so <laughs> he's like you know what I gave y'all free will and this is too much for me so <laughs> I'm just gonna let this fizzle out. <laughs> Not fizzle out. <laughs> oh, Chile. I don't know. Well, um, guess we can get into some news this week. Um, we're actually having all good news this week. Fun, fun, fun. Wow. Um, okay. All right. Um, congratulations are in order for um okay (laughs) congratulations are in order for composer anthony davis who recently won the pulitzer prize for his opera the central you say you say pulitzer or pulitzer i say pulitzer crystal said pulitzer and i was that really threw me off pulitzer yeah she said like two weeks ago on the read pew 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 (laughs) hold up wait a minute it's a chopper Okay. <laughs> oh, you don't be on TikTok, do you? Mm-mm. TikTok will waste your time. Don't do it. It'll be it literally be four hours later. I wish I, mean, I was I, playing. I feel like I see enough TikToks like on other platforms that it's like I don't really need to be on TikTok. That's true. I, I, I everyone I talk to, I just would not recommend. It, you would be scrolling for hours. I'm <laughs> not even joking. And one time I woke up, I was like, it was four in the morning. I was like, what happened? Okay, now what happened? <laughs> but go ahead, my bad. Um, yeah, but he won the Pulitzer Prize for music for Central Park Five. If y'all were at the um, HT Burley Festival, Katie and I, when we were in uh, Tennessee, 
and back in October last year um this was part of our presentation um talking about uh social justice and classical music um so yeah he uh this opera is basically like um a part of his signature genre which is like social commentary Mm -hmm. in opera um he kind of like pioneered that he has like a malcolm x opera and um yeah so this one premiered at the long beach opera last june and he's getting his things so period. period um next up uh, the Louis Armstrong Foundation um, has launched a fund uh, for uh, jazz musicians, but I know a lot of, you know, our classical girls also dabble in jazz. Nice. Um, right. That's real cute. Y'all versatile. Me, on the other hand, have no interest yeah, um, at all. And really, right. D major and 4-4, four, four, I'll love you even more. <laughs> Back to my roots. Right. I can, if I can get like a like a one five one in D major two, come on, open strings, period. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's a one million dollar uh, fund for uh, COVID nineteen relief from musicians in uh, New York, and it will uh, award each recipient a one time grant of one thousand um, dollars. So yeah, if you over there, go ahead and get your one thousand dollars. Thanks, Louis Armstrong. Um, and then along the same lines, Sphinx is also launching an uh, artist fund. This one has a deadline. So uh, May 31st at 1159 Eastern um, is when they're doing the cutoff for this uh, application. So I'm going to link the application and, and the eligibility requirements and stuff. What I do know is it's 18 plus um, and it's a $500 uh, compensation for lost wages for artists. So, um, and also if you're in the position to give, there's also a, a portion on the page that I'm going to link. If you're, if you're um, able to do that right now, you can also give to the Sphinx Artist Fund. But yeah, news this week. Oh, that was very nice. That was very, very nice. Okay, so time for the intermission. Um, it's Teacher Appreciation Week. Um, I feel like we did a Teacher Appreciation episode last week, last year, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, so this um, week for intermission, I asked Delaney to come up with um, a lesson that you've learned from a non-music teacher that you can apply to classical music and this kind of goes hand in hand with our topic for today as well mm-hmm. so what you got Delaney both of which the intermission and the topic were were hard just because my memory is oh. non-existent um but I mean, I mean that's just a pretty basic thing to you know be able to remember things so kind of sucks but anyway um I picked a sort of a joint one not actually teachers that are uh like founders slash principals of my the school I went through I went to from preschool to seventh grade mm-hmm. um so their names are Mr. and Mrs. Wilder Mr. Wilder actually passed away a couple of years back but they founded the school that I went to um and basically 
what what going there taught me and what the way that they set up the school and the curriculum taught me was just like to value um like blackness in general Mm -hmm. and um that's affected obviously that's affected like how I approach classical music today Mm -hmm. um because like I mean besides the fact that it was in a black neighborhood and literally there were probably like two people in the entire school that weren't black like (laughs) there was one girl who she was adopted and her sister was black so like they were adopted by black people and she was white she was the only white person at that school oh shoot (laughs) yeah the only white person in the entire school um but I mean, I guess she was she was kind of you know used to because she had grown up around black people and stuff. But um, yeah, so th- it was all black. But like we had Black History Month programs, like it was a big deal. Um, so I would say that's probably the lesson that I've been able to apply to classical music, and um, it's kind of like what's allowed me to I guess see the value in doing stuff like classically black. So, mm-hmm. um, my middle school principal. Principal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Medea School. Okay. COVID got your tongue. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, my middle school principal, um, Donald Michelin. I will never forget him. Um, he's still alive. But <laughs> he he post he comments on most of my pictures. If I do something, be like, uh. Haven alumni stand up. He's so cute. Anyway, oh, something cute. like that. Um, and he, at the end of the announcements, he will rotate through some quotes. It really was about three or four quotes. Um, and one thing he will all he always would say is, "If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got." And if you apply it to classical music, it's honestly a read, and I don't really appreciate that. It's like a little bit of a drag <laughs> because. You know I'm gonna do the same shift over and over till it's t- in tune. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna keep, <laughs> and it's gonna keep being out of tune. But um, that's certainly a lesson that I have um, internalized and taken with me, um, and trying to, if I want to change something, knowing that I gotta change that up. And he will always do the announcements. He will say, "If you always do what you always done," so he always say that. He always hmm. also say, "On time." Be- to be early is to be on time and to be on time is to be late. You know, I really late. internalize that all that well. Yeah, I know. But you said, well, okay. <laughs> I'm, because if you know me, I'm really not going to be early. If I'm early, that means I've done really, really good that day. Best case scenario, I've been working on it. I'm going to be on time, but I'm not, I am not going to be early. And it's crazy that I did not get that from my mother because I was doing something with my mom on House Party, the app. And she texted me at like, five minutes still talking about you ready i'm like no because you said eight o'clock like, yeah i mean i'm not gonna be early for this stuff like that my mom is early to everything my mom is early to everything so that must have skipped a generation or something my mom is never late early 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 my uncle be making fun of her because uh he'd be like especially on sunday mornings he'd be like you know she gotta go open up the church okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> i'm bad at gauging time that's why I try to like just leave myself a lot. Like I, I am terrible at gauging how much time it's gonna take to do something. So every mm-hmm. time I cut it kind of close, I'm always, I always end up, you know, in a bad position. So. And I'm the opposite. I, I think the the main reason why some people are late because they don't care. I think I can accomplish too much in the time that I. So I remember, uh, like, and I'll wake up and be like, you know, I'm gonna finna detangle my hair and wash my hair real quick, and I'm finna, uh, I'm gonna do some twists, and I'm finna go work out, and I'll be ready in an hour. 
knowing that just on a normal day i could i really can it takes me a complete hour to get ready i don't know why it takes me a complete hour to get ready i mean now it don't take me 30 minutes 30 minutes because you know putting sweats on so where are we going take you 30 minutes to put sweats on i mean you got a shower you gotta do skincare routine oh i, I shower at night i gotta take my bonnet off for that for the uh lessons but my skin is trash so anyway so yes that's my lesson from um dr michelin is he, is he, is he a doctor i don't know <laughs> all right he is now <laughs> yep honorary doctor from classically black come on black man yes doctor okay and he used to be a gym teacher so shout out to him and then he retired and now he's all he does is post his grandkids and i love it all right moving on to the topic period well you want to bring us in delaney yeah we're um coming up i guess by the time oh so when this comes out yesterday was mother's day happy mother's day Mm-hmm. um yeah so we're in similar fashion to our intermission going to be talking about uh, three lessons each that our mothers have taught us that apply to classical music. Um, and I only have one for my mother. I got one for my aunt and my grandmother as well. Okay. So, well. um, you want to go first? Want me to go first? <clears throat> um, hold on. Why the time just come? Okay, no, he's here. I was about to say if if it's gonna take forever to come up, then you can go first. But, um. Okay, so one, two of mine are kind of similar, so I don't know. But like I said, my memory fails me over and over and over again, or I'm just hard-headed. Um, but Okay. <laughs> because two of them are lessons not necessarily that my mom has taught me, but is still teaching me because I don't listen. And <laughs> But um, well, it's a hard heavy, it's a soft behind. How does that apply to uh, classical music? <laughs> I feel like every black person every, that quote really makes me upset. It really makes me annoyed. <laughs> um, no, one of the one of the things that my mom stresses to me um, now, especially, is to get ahead of stuff um, because she sees how I constantly just be like, well, you know, whatever. Like I just let stuff kind of build up mm-hmm. um, and like there's certain things that you just can't cram or like you can't like you know you can't rush them and so um one of her big things that she stresses to me is to start stuff early get ahead of it like I remember when I was a kid like my mom was very involved in school like she gonna know your assignments she gonna know your teachers that kind of stuff and I always had to do extra credit it doesn't matter if I have a 98 in the class I'm doing extra credit because (laughs) because you just get it you get ahead of it you don't know what's gonna happen and and no matter what you know there's no oh I have a good grade so I don't have to do extra credit you always you know do whatever you can to get ahead of where you want to be so that um so that you're not caught slipping I on the other hand am constantly caught slipping um okay I don't even know if it can be classified as caught at this point I just am slipping so um but that applies like especially now because we're going through this pandemic and stuff and i just am not ahead in anything and so especially like when you're when you're preparing uh for like a jury or an audition or something like and you wait up until you know you wait a little bit longer than you ought to have ought to ought to have (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> um, and I and I feel like I find myself con- I find myself over and over again in the situation like, dang, I really should have done this earlier. Like I should have if I had just gotten a little bit of this done that time when I was like, I'll do it later. Then I'd be in a better position right now. So, and that really applies in not only just in classical music, but in pretty much every other aspect of life. See, for me, like, <clears throat> I feel like I resonate with a lot of a lot of what you said. Like, for me, I, the only thing I won't procrastinate on is viola just because I know how I get. If I don't give myself enough leeway to learn something, I'll literally just be looking dumb. Like, I literally all of a sudden can't play the viola. Like, I know I have to give myself time. Everything else, my grandma always tells me I'm going to be late to heaven just because, like, I wait till the last minute to do. Because to me, it's pointless. Like, I feel like I work well under pressure. I feel like, or maybe I've i've like convinced myself that i do but i rather relax now and then like I, maybe i'm maybe i'm something wrong with me but something do it at 11 59 i get a little rush if i start at 10 30 yeah i feel like i'm i'm typing typing you feel me yeah but it doesn't it, i mean to me it doesn't feel good and that's the thing that my mom told me she was like there's a difference if you work well under pressure and she was like you don't work well under pressure okay <laughs> not that i don't do good work because um not that i don't do good work but it it doesn't feel like it feels terrible like and i kind of like f- freak out like she's like danielle my sister she's like danielle works well under pressure she can you know get up at she can go to sleep my, my sister used to get home from school every day and go straight to sleep period That's and then wake do. up and then wake up and stay up all night and do her homework like okay, i do all that yeah yeah that's how she used to do that was her like routine and she's like then y'all can do that you cannot do that like it doesn't work for you so mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. Work, if something is due that's why i'd be like every time i always clarify to do 11 59 or to do that day to do by nine what is it what does it do by because i'm probably gonna do it about two hours out like i'm the one who's doing a pro- i'm doing a proposal like it's an hour before it's due and I'm bad at um, gauging time, so then now I'm stuck in a position where I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna, to, I'm not gonna get this done by the time I need to order. It's not gonna be up to up to par. Mm-hmm. So, girl, um, one thing my mom always used to tell tell me is that you're the one who has to go to the work, go to work in the morning. You're the one who has to go to work in the morning. And that has been a tremendous help, especially me grappling when I was younger between like, am I going to give this dentistry thing up? And I did that and I switched to music ed. And then I was like, nah, I want to be a violist, which of course violists, our music educators do not get offended. They are relax. But like, I want to pursue a performing career in some type of orchestra or something like that. And she's always been like, you don't want to go to work in the morning, girl. So you got to figure out what kind of school you need, what kind of this. And that has been more help than I think she will ever know. Just like her her support in whatever I decide to do. My mom has only not supported me in two things. I wanted to be a hairdresser. She was not for that. And I wanted to be a chef. And she also was not for that. Those have been the only two things in my recollection that my mother has ever um, been against. I was the age of eight when i said both of those things um but yeah that's been more help to me than she would ever know just knowing that like whatever i do you the one you have to like it um and i she's like i can want all i want for you but i'm not gonna be getting up and going to work for you um and that definitely applies to classical music as i navigate these raggedy ashy excerpts um and think about how i could have been cleaning teeth not right now because of the pandemic but you know um, I'm the one who has to do that. So that's been a, a huge help to me. Um, yeah. Um, 
my second one is it has some crossover with my first one but it's just also a huge thing for me like I actually think something's wrong with me but you know that's also that's another conversation for me and my doctor but um (laughs) (laughs) that's a move seriously it's really getting to the point where I'm like yo something is up like (laughs) this is crazy like um we 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 know we need we all need that right she tells me Delaney problems don't just go away if you ignore them like <laughs> but sometimes let me tell you let's pull over sometimes i'm ignoring them you know what I'm saying for my mental health that's not happening and <laughs> you could call it what it want what you want i don't care that don't i don't even know what that is you know okay. what i'm saying i've been, I've been ignoring <laughs> some stuff for years that's fine but it's really getting to the point where i'm like down to the wire and it's like i literally cannot ignore this like this is like gonna have actual physical consequences well not <laughs> but like actual permanent or serious consequences like i'm the type i'm gonna drive it up right to the right wire. To the edge. <laughs> like, yes sir. and you know sometimes sometimes we get saved sometimes it makes it over the edge and then you ain't got no one else to blame but basically don't gloss over problems like if something is an issue i'm i'm you know the type of person that's gonna gonna, gonna wait to the last minute to uh to handle something and it, and it often puts me in a situation that i that i'd be in and this reminds me of being in the practice room and be like mm, i'll fix that later or like oh that you know it wasn't it totally in tune but you know okay I mean. <laughs> 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 or like i'll get it like i don't know um obviously can't do that you know i don't i'm not just like doing any old thing but like mm-hmm. you know sometimes I'm at a place where I just really do not feel like addressing that right now. <laughs> and it's going to be what it be. I wish um, I was like that. Like, I'll drive myself crazy doing the opposite. I'll be like, huh, and go back. I'm like, yeah, it depends on what it thing. is. Yeah. It depends on what it is because, but also to be fair, it's only in a certain situation. Like if it is, if I'm, I, I know when I'm getting, like my brain is is leaving the yeah, instrument yeah, yeah. like and i'm practicing so in that in that instance i will try to focus on things that i know i can get done right now mm-hmm. you know and but at a certain point i just you know you can't get into the habit of doing that because mm-hmm. sometimes i'll be like mm, i know this is going to take me t- playing this one measure 47 times I do not have the intention span to play this measure 47 times so mm-hmm. i'm going to fix something over here but mm-hmm. um it's a slippery slope so um my aunt i call her mimi because i when i was younger i couldn't pronounce muriel um so it is is, it's never been auntie so-and-so it's always been that but um she's always said something doesn't have to happen to you to learn from it and this is more of a thing I, i think i apply this largely to other aspects of my life but certainly in classical music um learning from learning the lessons of that my teachers have told me or um one thing in extra class if someone gets dragged or something oh you're not gonna drive me for that <laughs> oh you're not gonna drive me for that at all you know what i'm saying like I, that has saved me so much someone that plays an extra before me i will always be like okay you'll write that in this is a habit because at eastman uh well listen to viola uh, section of excerpts there will be multiple 
because you could take extra class as much as you want to i mean i don't know how it works on undergrad because it's like a little bit less flexibility but you could take people have taken four semesters of of extra class and but that means everybody's in different spots but if someone's ahead of me you know i'm gonna flip to that excerpt and write some stuff down so i know when it gets when it, when i get to this excerpt i've already heard you've given this all this amazing knowledge to this person trying to help them turn the excerpt i'm like you know i could do that when i get to that excerpt and that's have helped me time and time again um so yeah that's definitely a, a lesson that i take with me quite frequently it does not have to happen to to me to learn from it but that's really a life that's a life hack i actually live by that uh, more often mm-hmm. than she would know yeah and that's um that um that reminds me of something i was saying to mara the other day because she was asking me that day i had studio class she was asking me um about like how when i was playing i told her i hadn't played in studio class the whole semester um and she was like yeah but you know valuable feedback from your peers i was like girl i mean i i can you know like i do learn from studio class by listening to other people playing ain't nobody's business what i sound like so period I can tell you what I don't mind. I don't miss no studio class, okay? Not one. They ain't been in studio class. I mean, I miss the the professor. Only one professor I really miss, let's be honest. But <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. We miss GT. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But studio class? Child. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I know. I, the minute I step back into somebody else's studio class, my skin going to crawl. Okay. Too, too much pretentious people act like they know how to play the instrument. You don't. That's why we here. <laughs> anyway um yeah so my last one is well it's it it could seem like a stretch but like it's not to me it's connected my mom always told me um if you can't if you can't say it out loud write me a letter so if i can't say something to her if i can't articulate something to her to write it down and um that's something that i've used like in terms of like just my mind it'd it be doing a lot sometimes when I'm overwhelmed mm-hmm. and um writing stuff down especially like I've talked about the way I use my practice journal and the way I outline stuff like that has done wonders for me um and sometimes just writing stuff down and um being able to articulate it that way it really brings things into perspective and like obviously she was saying this in the context of like if I had something difficult to tell her that I felt like I couldn't but also sometimes it'd be getting real difficult in that practice room Mm -hmm. and you know you don't some people are not comfortable talking to themselves out out loud I, I personally talk to myself all the time when I'm practicing but um sometimes just to bring things uh bring your mind together get your mind right Mm -hmm. um putting stuff down on paper has been really helpful for me Mm -hmm. um my final one is from my grandmother um this is something that she's always told me i haven't heard it no i've heard it a couple months ago but it's a jamaican phrase it says if you want good you know it's to run or if you want good your nose has to run and when I was younger, I was like, ugh. But, like, basically what it means is that, like, if you want something, you really have to work hard for it. And I think this kind of goes without saying, um, this goes without saying in classical music, like, it's just hard. And some people pop off immediately, and some people um, need some Romans 18, 8 and 18 energy. Like, it's going to work out eventually, girl. Um, but, yeah, that's something. All I take all three of these with me, but, like, I think that's the one that I take with me every day, like, 
just it's it's gonna be hard work um and you're just gonna have to keep powering through it so that's definitely something that my grandma says a lot of trifling things but you know this this is one that balances it out <laughs> uh I, I was talking to her about my uh my plans to to move and she didn't she didn't like them she's like katie sometimes you have to think and i was like you know glory i didn't really like that because you're <laughs> implying that i don't think <laughs> you know what i'm saying i didn't the drag was not necessary well, I feel like I cut you off. He was finna say something. Oh, no. I was just saying, because um, I was just thinking of, like, my grandma. And I have a, I, you know, I have a notes app um, list of things that Katie has said. I also have a notes app list of things okay. that my grandmother has said. Can y'all, can y'all please, I want y'all to, like, we have to, I'm going to make a, a, what's it called? What's some things you sign? A petition to delete this list. You know what I'm saying? Like, we Why? have to get, because. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a list. How many people want me to release the list? Can no, I'm just and I would never do that. <laughs> I just feel like the stuff, half the stuff you be reading back, I'm like, I ain't say that. Like, come on, you know, you I ain't certainly like, did. You, you know, you know, you know okay, so those aren't words. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but that's all we got. You know what I'm saying? Happy Mother's Day to the women in our lives i gotta figure out what i'm gonna do my mama across the country she's not she's halfway across the country yeah my mom tried to catch me slipping talking about you know what sunday is i'm like i should have been like no <laughs> i should i should have been like may 10th <laughs> my mom be asking me outright like so she asked me all right she's like so what you finna get me for mother's day i usually and and that's the thing i I still don't, at this point i still don't know what i'm doing i'm gonna go to the store tomorrow but um you going outside I mean, I have to because at this point she didn't brought it up to me, so she apparently the pandemic don't mean nothing to her, and um, you know I'm gonna have to do something even though I'm broke and in danger of catching a deadly virus. Girl, but Trader um, Joe's is practicing good social distancing, and they got real, real nice flowers for the low low. But that's the thing, my mom like that's the thing. Usually for things, I ask her, "What do you want me to get you?" And like I just buy it because my mom is like. It's just very hard to buy gifts for her because mm-hmm. she, what did she say? She said something about, um, she said something about, first of all, there was this one time my, my aunt got her some, a gift. Tell me about the next time my aunt came over, it was in the trash and she saw it. It was What's very that? sad. Aww. It was, it was sad because she was like, is this a thing I just got you? Because my mom is very hard to buy gifts for because she doesn't like, like things. Mm-hmm. And she told me, um, she was like, I mentioned something about her not liking things. She's like, well, you know, like, that's not true. You, you, um, like I was still like a gift. It's just that nobody can afford to give me the gifts I actually want. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, at least like, you see your <laughs> them stores open, sis, so. Yeah, but she's like, I want, like, I want my bathroom redone. You know, I want my, I want okay. a new roof. Like, you know, like that's she wants stuff that, that is just like, okay, but. You better call the some bed. brothers. I'm sure they need some work. <laughs> like. So it's just kind of like I feel like anything I get her is gonna be underwhelming because it's like everything you want I cannot afford. So why don't you do something like make her breakfast? Yeah, but I remember I did something and she was like, mm. "Oh, see, it's it's hard." I mean, my mom, my mom's gonna like whatever. I was gonna buy her some flowers, but flowers are very expensive. Um, and I lucky just bought somebody flowers, and I was like, I know this is my mama, but how we how we gonna get around it? <laughs> um. and it's like my mom is well appreciated but like 
they gonna die. You know yeah, my mom. If I I'll consider cooking, and I feel like if she, if I cook something very elaborate, then she will be impressed. That might come in the form. I was thinking like dinner and dessert, because like I don't know. We'll see. That's what I think I'm gonna do. Yeah, like a steak meal. That's easy, and she, impressive. She gonna, she gonna be a. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna look up some stuff. I'm gonna look up some stuff yeah. because. You know, but I want to cook something that's kind of outside of her realm just because I want her comparing it to her making it. So, you know, Lisa, Lisa do steak. So, and she also knows I don't cook meat. So (laughs) she going to be, she probably going to be looking at it sideways. Like, so. I mean, I haven't been in the same state as my mom for Mother's Day for the past four years. Like when I worked in Urbana, Illinois, I'm lying. When I lived in Champaign, Illinois, Champaign, Urbana, um, I went home for Mother's Day because it's like a three-hour drive. But I was still eating meat back then. My mama knows I'm really not trying to touch no meat like that. So I haven't cooked it to breakfast since. But also, I've been in Rochester um, every every Mother's Day. Um, but I make vegan food. My mama will eat it. So my mom is like, mm-hmm. a, my mom's very the thought that counts type of person. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see. My, my aunt would love flowers. Like, she would love them. I just don't know if I could. I don't want to. I don't want to drop a bag because the times are uncertain. That's the main thing for me. Is the times are uncertain, and I don't want to be blowing bags. And then I'm looking dumb when we in the house till 2026. So um, that's that on that. But yeah, you ready to move on? Mm-hmm. Girl, we finally done did it. It's short, short. You see where mm-hmm. we at? Yep. Okay, well, it's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. This week, I'm talking about Demandre Thurman. Uh, he's a euphoniumist. How you? What you say about that? How you? What you call him? Not a euphoniumist. I'm oh, sorry. This is ghetto already, but if you know what we do, this is on brand. He plays the euphonium. There's no, there's no adjective for that. I guess I don't know. He's a I guess he'll player. let us know, but I feel I will feel offended if you call me a string player. Not offended, but I'll be like, "It's well, no, a viola, or she plays the viola." That's true, but I'm also a violist. You okay, fun. but he know that that's that there ain't no word circling circulating around enough for us to know. That's not. But that's kind of sad though. A but you you old. play oh, no, you, you play the viola is bad though to say no, Katie plays the viola. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, because, like, or euphonium bur. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, like, trumpeter. Use it for euphonium bur. Can y'all let us know? I want to. <laughs> I feel like that's not fair. That's the only instrument that ain't got nothing. I'm going to look it up. Euphon- that is the only instrument that don't have nothing. Neomist. Flautist. Oboist. Oh, wait. It's in the drop down. Is that is that a word? Oh, euphonium-ist? English hornist. You wouldn't say that. Oh, it's euphoniumist. Period. Euphoniumist. That is I know words. Sound. I mean, it took a while for me to get it out because I be, I be uh. Com- oh wait, what is this? Euphist. <laughs> okay, period. So, the Mandre is a is a euphist. Um, let's not do this to this man. And he out here because people be writing about him. It says his euphonium playing has been described as awe inspiring, and he is touted as an amazing musician. Oof. One day. Um, Demandre has a firm international reputation as a, a euphonium soloist. Oh, see, you see what he did there? Euphonium mm-hmm. soloist. Right. He don't even know. 
<laughs> he ain't say you phone to miss. What what's the word you gave me before? A that? solo you euphist? A euphist. Um he's performed everywhere. Uh France, Germany, England, Norway, 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 Romania, and throughout North America. Um he's also taught everywhere. Um given um given guest what you call it when you guest teach uh at colleges and universities around America and he's in high demand honey um over the last Period. 10 years he's been invited as a guest clinician um to the world's most prestigious euphonium festivals and conferences including the tuba euphonium conference the u.s army band tuba and euphonium conference and the leonard falcon competition he's also an active chamber musician um he plays first euphonium and trombone in the highly regarded sote voce quartet which uh tours extensively um the quartet has released three recordings um through uh, Summit Records and they've all you know been like well you hear these girls on here period um, he also received an award um, for his recording of the John Stevens uh, quartets in 2006 uh, for best chamber music recording and he's been featured in American Public Media's performance today um, aside from that he's also first baritone horn in the brass band of Battle Creek um, a British brass band comprised of many of the world's best brass and percussion performers. So, you know, he's in, he's where he's supposed to be with his people. Right. Um, in addition to his chamber work, he's also in high demand as a euphonium specialist. Um, and he's played with symphony orchestras, including Atlanta, Eastern Music Festival. Oh, you know him? Was he there when he were there? That sound familiar? Um, yeah, his name does sound familiar. Uh, Eastern Music Festival and North Carolina Symphony Orchestras. Um, he also released his first solo album. Al- what am I saying? He released his first solo album recording in 2005. His first solo aluminum. I've been really struggling today <laughs> with the words. Um, in 2005, called Soliloquies. Um, and his second release, Songs of a Wayfarer, is has been was released in 2010. Um, he can be heard on a whole bunch of recordings, honey, including the, with the Atlantic Symphony. Brass Band of Battle Creek and the New South Jazz Orchestra. And right now, uh, DeMondre is professor of music um, at the Jacobs School of Music. So, shout out to you. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of melanin going over there. What a time Period. to be alive. What they doing? My click go. Hop over. You next. Anyways, shout out to you, DeMondre. Thank you for being black and excellent. Uh, we salute you. And we, we say your name. We speak your name. Period. Correctly. I saw on Twitter, you know, the everything going around about Elon Musk's kid with the robot name. But did you see what I saw after that? Go ahead and say what you said. Gonna say. There was like it was like a dialogue, like the teacher, and it was like some crazy, like complicated, <laughs> like European name. And then teacher again, they like all types of names. That name that is a bunch of symbols and letters and numbers. And then it was like, sh- sh- like it was like like. D- Daquan like it was something you know some name some stereotype stereotypically black name that um that they just could not freaking yeah I saw pronounce you could say freaking what is it x a e but I saw today that um the state of California is not letting them name name the child for real because apparently the California law says you cannot have dashes in let me read exactly what it is but you cannot have uh symbols in a child's name period i'm gonna pull it up real quick 
um yeah. because it was ridiculous i was actually like annoyed by that i mean i know like it's out of my um tax bracket of things i can be annoyed about <laughs> but um that's kind of a stupid law like oh, whose whose idea was that probably for people who want to name a child ladasha okay oh but there was uh what's his what's um grimes was exp- explaining the name of the meeting i'll go ahead oh i saw that. that but also father god well yeah girl oh let me see what hold on let me see what the description says that's where i read it um because okay. used are good for that because y'all can say joshuana dre y'all can say tchaikovsky y'all can say a whole bunch of stuff but as soon as akisha you say keisha right um it won't be recognized likely won't be recognized in california because it's deemed illegal california law prohibits numbers and or symbols to be included in a child's name they confirmed that the law in California specifically states that names must only include the 26 letters of the English alphabet, which is not. But some people have like a posture. Yeah, I'm about to say. Stuff. Maybe like maybe there are a couple of exceptions. Yeah, like you could have an accent over your name. Oh yeah, because that's still like a letter. Yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe like I see people with apostrophes in their names and stuff, so maybe. But I kind of wonder in like. Because, like, my pastor, Monte, he has an apostrophe, but when it's written out, it's supposed to be the accent, uh, Egu. Mm-hmm. Like the, because, you know, like, Monte, Monet is another example. Yeah. Type of thing. That's, mm-hmm. But people be yeah. using apostrophes instead. I don't know. So, maybe, yeah, it's probably because, like, maybe people, um, maybe it's not that way on your birth certificate, but that's how you spell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know, girl. Anyway, you got a piece of the week? Oh, I thought we already did that. My piece of the week. Um, <laughs> right, because I was about to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, my piece of the week is Beethoven's string quartet number 10. That's the harp quartet. Um, I don't know. I'm doing something for, for a project that involves that piece. Um, it's mainly just the first movement that I'm talking about right now. It's lit. Um, he really got that first, that first violinist uh, working for their money. Um, y'all listen to it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But yeah, shortest episode in classic black history, I think. Maybe we might have. I think we have one that's comparable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but don't tell my mama the Mother's Day episode is the shortest one because now she. <laughs> maybe that uh, Debussy episode because we couldn't stomach it. Not the one we just did, but the okay. one before that. The Trifling Music History. Mm-hmm. But anyway period thank you so much for listening to classically black podcast don't forget to follow us on social media at classically black podcast if you have a piece of the week suggestion a black excellence suggestion or an intermittent suggestion send them to classically black podcast at gmail.com and we will talk to y'all next week bye y'all bye